Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. Hey guys, this is Jake M. from the Northeast Washington area of Narcotics Anonymous. My clean date is December 6, 2013. My home group is Willing Addicts in Recovery here in Clarkston, Washington, and this is the spiritual principle of the day, uh, February 27th. Powerlessness opens the door. When we admit our powerlessness and our inability to manage our own lives, we open the door to recovery. That comes from Basic Text, Chapter 4, Step 1. Practicing powerlessness as a spiritual principle may seem far-fetched to many of us. Admitting defeat is a concept we are very uncomfortable with. But what's ironic is that we're already practicing powerlessness to some extent by attending our first NA meeting. And even before that, very likely we've had our moments of crying out to something to stop this madness, this pain, begging to get well, pleading to finally get sleep, fearing the sun coming up or going down again, promising and bargaining another time, the last time, we swear it. The surrender of step one is often terrifying for us because it's a threshold we can't easily back away from once we make ourselves truly vulnerable to it. Try as some of us might, we can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. We can't return to using and just forget that people like us are staying clean in NA. We admit that we're addicts, that we're powerless over our addiction, and that we cannot manage our own lives. We need power to survive, and we gain it with the help of other recovering addicts, a program, and a higher power. Practicing powerlessness is not a one-time occurrence. We are faced with embracing it over and over again. No, we get to do it over and over again. A member reminds us from the podium, I used to feel so defeated by my powerlessness, but now that I have experienced some relief from active addiction and the benefits of getting this honest about my life, I see it as a source of strength and possibility, the possibility of recovery and a better life. Yes, we open the door to recovery. On some days, the door is flung wide open because we are wide open. On other days, we can only muster a crack to let a bit of willingness flow out and our higher power flow in. It's a relief to admit I'm powerless over my addiction in whatever form it takes. I'll ask for help because my real power comes from when I surrender. Thanks for letting me read. All right. Welcome back, everyone. This is February 27th. Powerlessness opens the door. What do you think, Jennifer? Well, I think that uh, powerlessness is a a concept that wasn't very foreign to me when I got clean. I think that I still had some power, although clearly my life was unmanageable. So, um, you know, as when I was reading this, I kept thinking about like when I walked in the doors and when I would hear the people read the steps and like, for some reason, um, 
I thought there were things in my life that I could control um, and I wasn't willing to let them go yet. And uh, through that process, I had a lot of unmanageability, even clean. Um, and it, it's really, it's really interesting to, to think about when I walked in and the struggles of kind of accepting where I was at and how I ended up in Narcotics Anonymous to fast forward to today, there are still sometimes these pieces of me that I don't want to relinquish, um, even when it's unmanageable and even when I'm in the muck, like it's kind of comfortable, you know, it's squishy and it's warm and it's, and so when I really start thinking about the the level of powerlessness that exists, it really is the same as it was when I got here. You know, um, I don't yeah, have just, just in different forms, right? It looks a little bit different. Yeah, you know what what, what I think is like super tied into tied into my like lack of willingness to to admit my powerlessness over a situation or something like that. Now, is mm-hmm. that number one? I need to acknowledge it. Like you know, I'm a master at. Oh, if I don't think about it, it's not happening. Does you know, it like, exist? Yeah, man. Like I'm <laughs> fucking super cool with that. I, you know what? It, it it's almost like it's almost like um, you know, as a little kid playing hide and go seek or something like that. You know, uh-huh. as long you're like, well, if I stand here and I close my eyes, nobody can see me. Right. <laughs> it doesn't work that and then way. You, and then they find you. You're like, how'd you find me? Right? Yeah, I couldn't see anybody. So how'd you see, yeah. How'd you see me? Yeah. You know? So so one. You know, it's like, well, the things that we admit that we're powerlessness over, I mean, it, you know, it makes it real, man. It makes mm-hmm. it real. Like that's scary. And then the other one is, you know, I talk about this, man, the sponsor that I, that I had, you know, before, before I have Paul, um, you know, he, he would talk about that being like situational agnosticism. Yeah. You know, it's like, look, man, I don't want to, I don't want to admit my powerlessness. I don't want to lay the foundation for doing some work about, you know, whatever this area is. Because I don't know if the HP is going to provide. Right. I think too, I mean, it talks about in the second paragraph about surrender. And I, it is, it's terrifying, you know, and, and I still experience some of them, those moments today where it's like, if I surrender this, it's something I've been holding on for so long, like what's going to happen, right? Like I can't get to that place where like I have this calm and, and I was reading something mm-hmm. the other day, I think it was yesterday. And, and, and it basically, it was about, you know, right before surrender, you, we have this intense chaos and kind of madness um, mm-hmm. is what it referred to before we get the serenity that comes from that. And it's how do you shift from the madness to the serenity, man? And, and sometimes it's really a struggle. And and I wish I could say that with 30 years clean, that I don't have some of those struggles, but I do, you know, and, um, and that's why I keep showing up. I keep talking about stuff. I keep yeah. doing step work, you know, and, and I, you know, I, I think when I got here, I thought, oh, well, you just get clean and you do a couple simple things and then like you're fixed. Right. And then you get all, you know, life beyond your wildest dreams. And, and it's like that it's not like that. <laughs> it's not, and, and the truth is, I do have a life beyond what anything possibly that I could have dreamt of when you're I was right using. Same. Same. It doesn't mean that I don't struggle. And I think that's the key. It's like I still have struggles and I still have, but I wouldn't trade some of the, the the moments and the pieces of insanity that I still suffer from sometimes for anything that I walked in here with, you well, know? And that's the, that's the ultimate awakening of our spirit there is like, 
when we match when we match our fear of going back to to the way it was with like the 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 you know the desire not to lose what we have now well that's like the ultimate awakening of our spirit it's like no look i'm really grateful for this new life that i that i'm living and at the same time i don't forget where i came from Right. And I think that lays the foundation to be able to surrender. It's like it, it, it's two pieces. Just the fear of returning to active addiction is not sufficient enough to keep me from getting high day to time. It just yeah. ain't that. It's a great fucking motivator at first to to do whatever y'all told me to do. Yeah. Man, it's not sufficient. Like I, the awakening of my spirit that needs to happen is like I have to have a life that's worth living that I say, you know what, man, I don't want to lose this. Yeah. And I, and I think too, and I have to remind myself still to this day is that, and, and again, it talks about it in the reading, like, you know, admitting I'm powerless is not okay. I'm powerless and I'm done. Right. Like if that, if it was that easy, you know, I wouldn't need to be doing this shit every day. Right. And I wouldn't have, we could justify, we could, we could say that and to justify some bullshit. Well, of course. It's like, oh, right. no, I had to, look, listen, I had to take that last $5 off your dresser. I'm right. powerless. You know, I'm powerless. Yeah, you're like, no, not really. You didn't, yeah, you had a choice. About. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think, too, you know, the, the, the gift of recovery for me in this specific instance is I do get to practice it over and over and over and over again, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have to live in a space, even if. I'm powerless over the same thing over and over again. The act of recognizing, applying a spiritual principle, doing some work behind it makes it, if I'm going through it again, a little easier the next time, right? Like it's a process. It's always a process. It's not a one and done. It's not a, I'm going to do this and I'm going to be all better. I mean, if, right. and I'm clearly not all better. You know what I mean? Like I know that just from the way that I think. And so the, the the gift of that is 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 that I I get a reprieve. I have the opportunity to have a reprieve from the insanity, with just you know getting there with powerlessness, with surrender, and and I know what that gift is. I didn't know what that was when I got here. You know what I mean? I know what that gift is, and so it's not. I'm not always as quick as I'd like to be, <laughs> but I'm definitely in a place where I know, know on the other side there's some freedom and you know, freedom is not a, a, a thought or a feeling or a, I didn't have that when I got clean. I didn't have any freedom. I was oh, yeah, same, man. yeah. I didn't I was, even know I wanted it. You know, no, I, I had no idea. It. Yeah. Yeah. They, it's definitely something just like serenity, man, like freedom and serenity has definitely grown in importance. The longer that I stay clean and engage mm-hmm. in the recovery process, it just becomes like a, you know, it's just more of a priority in my life. It's like something I desire, which is kind of cool, you know? Yeah. And I'll tell you the, 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 the most recent season of my recovery, man, it's like this, this awakening of my spirit recently has, has been at the birth of these thoughts of dude, smoke a joint, take the evening off. You know, it's like addiction has always hit me with that, you know, sporadically. And it, yeah. you know, it comes in the same lie. You know, it's a fucking lie. And I know it's a lie, you know. Take the night off. It'll just you take be the night off, time. man. Smoke yeah. a joint, take the night off. You know, it's always, that's always how it hits me. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and recently, like the tape that, that, you know, uh, kind of comes along with that is like, 
bro, you know, you might be a little financially stable, you know, doing things in your career, your family, you know, you're like all the, you know, it, it's different now. Just what? Just and you and I, man, and fucking chill for a minute. You're good. We were so young. I always addiction hits me with you're not that 17 year old girl anymore, right? You're a grown up now, and you right. can do grown up things. And you know, I can't. <laughs> I mean, not in that realm. I can't. I can't walk it. into a bar and have a drink. I absolutely can't do it. Yeah. And to the point that, yeah. And to, and, and to that point, like the awakening came like with this, with this surrender uh, and this powerlessness piece came is, is this realization that it was like, if I make a decision to, to pick up the first one, I will trade all of that, that I just said, I'll, I will trade everything else for the next one. Mm -hmm. And it was just awakening of my spirit, man. It was like, it doesn't matter. So therefore, and it doesn't matter if I'm at a better place in my life than I was when I got clean. It doesn't matter if I'm more stable in this year or that year or whatever. Um, yeah. If I make that decision for the first one, I'll trade it all for the next one. Yeah. And and when I look at it from there, it's like, I'm still powerless over, over my addiction, man. You know, my life can still become unmanageable. And guess what? I got the rest of the steps, man. You know how you talk about like step one, two, and three. What's the problem? What's the solution? solution. Get busy with it, you know? Yeah, how do I get there? Yeah. And I can still I can still apply those to to areas of my life. What do you have to say to to to, to the addict listen who who's just like, hey, look, um, you know, what value is there into into this surrender piece, this powerlessness piece? Like, where does this fall in? you know, fall into my daily program. Like what do, what do we just say to somebody who, who's saying, hey man, how, how, what does it look like? Like, how do I apply this, this principle of surrender and powerlessness? Man, I, you talk about it a lot. Um, you know, if I take one moment and stop and examine the evidence of what my life looks like today in recovery, mm -hmm. um, even when I'm having a bad day, my day in recovery over the way that I walked in and how I thought and how I felt. And, and, you know, I didn't know what freedom was. I didn't know feeling of surrender because I hadn't practiced it. And, you know, and, and I heard somebody say, and I can't remember where exactly it was. It's like, you don't know what you have or how it feels when you don't have that experience. And once you have that experience, you can get there. And I had to just stop and allow the experience to happen by examining the evidence, looking at my life and seeing it to understand the level of powerless that I had, powerlessness I had in my life. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page fellowship with other guests or send me a text let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts until next time i'm your host douglas l namaste and god bless mm -hmm.